Greetings, game music lovers. I'm Bedroth. And I'm Shukavow. And you're listening to Very Good Music. A VGM podcast. <laughs> That's not what we're listening to today. We're listening, listening to, 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 to yep. Animal Crossing. Yeah, that was a uh, that, that was not our regular Skeletroy theme song that we played in with today. Uh, you will be hearing a rendition of that as we go as we go out as usual. But we started out with uh, Cap'n's theme. That was specifically the one from Animal Crossing: New Horizons. This track was originally composed by Kazumi Totaka for the original Animal Crossing way back in 2001. Uh, this version was uh, arranged by either Yasuaki Iwata, Yumi Takahashi, Shinobu Nagata, Sayako Doi, or Masato Ohashi. Uh, those are all of the people who worked on the music for Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I was not able to find out which one arranged this song. Man. But, man, this is a classic. Yep. <laughs> Dusk loves this song. Yeah. Yep. Did you ever play much New Horizons? Um, uh, not too much of New Horizons. I've never been super big into Animal Crossing. Uh, I like games with more of a sort of a set. I don't know, more of a set goal. Because mm-hmm. uh, once I don't really have anything to do, I get kind of bored. Which is weird because um, I'm super big into Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, which I mean. There is kind of a set goal in Minecraft, but again, there's also kind of a set goal in Animal Crossing. Like in New Horizons, you're trying to get your island up to a certain, you know, standard or whatever. But, uh, but it is an island, and Shukapau, how, how do you get to islands? Uh, you, you go there on boats. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could fly, but that doesn't have anything to do with our topic today. Um, this topic is something that you've been talking about for, for a while. And I was looking for something to fill in episode 68, and uh, you said, how about if we do boats? Because, you know, we haven't done it yet. And so I thought that was thought that was a pretty cool idea. Boats. Does that sound about right? Specifically the kind that go on water, so I don't get to use the Delore Star Cutter or the Red Wings. But I've used both of them already, so... <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah, we, we did decide early on that it was going to be water boats, not airships or spaceships or flying boats. So no uh, no Bowser flying boats either. <laughs> but, but I think we've got a, a pretty cool mix of songs for y'all today. 
Um, Shukapal, why do you think you wanted to do boats? Um, I guess because boats are cool and they've got cool little little motifs, sort of um, like there's usually a specific type of music that's like an ocean theme. It's either like this wind waker esque kind of like triumphant heroic dashing kind of theme sort of in the vein of uh uh pirates to caribbean as well yeah stuff like that or it's like three four kind of sea shanty kind of stuff and you know i like both of them it's really really cool things really cool music i yeah and we've got a few of those uh we also have a couple of sort of sort of outliers i would say um that don't quite fit with either of those, but I, I'm excited because I, I found some cool stuff, uh, some stuff I already knew and some stuff I definitely did not know about before before doing this research. So we've uh, we've got quite a bit in store for y'all. And I guess, you know, we've done trains, so it only only fitting that we, that we do boats. We'll have to maybe look at some other vehicles sometime down the line. Yeah. But since I decided what we were going to play in with, I figured you could go first with the, the first song of the evening. And what is first on your playlist, Shukapal? Well, first up, I have, well, speak of the devil, <laughs> uh, The Great Sea from The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. And are we going to be playing the original version or the HD version? Uh, the HD version, but I didn't know there was a difference. Um, not much. I, I think that they might have improved the sound a little bit on HD, but not through like real instruments, but just through, I don't know, sequencing or some kind of audio magic. Uh, regardless, the original was composed by Kenta Nagata, uh, one of several composers on Wind Waker, and I believe he also uh, worked on some of the upgraded music for the HD remake. So this definitely is a, is a classic and was one of the first songs both of us thought of for this theme. Yep. So yeah, let's get into it. The Great Sea from The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. The Great Sea from The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, HD, composed by Kenta Nagata. All right. This, uh, we're not going to be 
dropping all of the like console and publisher stuff on every single track. We might mention it offhand. This, of course, did come out originally on the GameCube, and this was a port on the Wii U. It has not yet been ported to the Switch. And uh, published by Nintendo. Developed by Nintendo. It's Zelda, so of course. Yeah. <laughs> Only a couple of Zelda games have not been developed by Nintendo. Do you know which ones? I would take a gander at Link the Faces of Evil. Oh, you know what? I actually don't know about the Philips CDI games. I, I'm ab- almost certain that they were not developed by Nintendo. I was actually talking about the Oracle games, which oh. were developed by Capcom. So, hmm. yeah. Neat. And uh, why do you think you decided on this one over the one from the other water Zelda game, Phantom Hourglass, which you were talking about at one point. Um, overall, I just feel like Wind Waker has better overall music. Phantom Hourglass is a little bit lacking in its OST. Uh, the ocean theme is really only the... It's it's the best theme, and it's still sort of average. Yeah. I remember when I was looking for town themes for, for Link for last year, I... We did end up playing one of the island themes from outset from a uh, Phantom Hourglass. That yeah, you I think it was Mercury Isle. Yeah. I personally like Mercury Isle. Yeah, Isle a lot. Um, and uh, it wasn't the lowest point on on that one. I think the Oracle music is also kind of lacking. A lot of that has to do with the uh, the system sound of of the the GB the Game Boy Color, but some of it also I think was just. I, I don't know if they use like super classic composers for those, so you know, uh, outsiders coming into Zelda, it's it's a little bit different. So, but Hajime Wakai um, did not compose this one. Kenta Nagata <laughs> was a relative newcomer on this soundtrack and really, really did a good job. This was one of the first times the GameCube generation and then the Wii generation we started to see some of these series like Zelda and Mario sort of being turned over to uh, to new composers um moving uh, moving people in like Ryo Nagamatsu and um oh gosh who is the um do you remember who it is who composed Gusty Garden Galaxy um gosh Mario Kart Mario, Mario Galaxy Mihiro Yokota yeah, yeah, Mihiro Yokota. And uh, folks like Kenta Nagata, Toru Minagishi, Hajime Wakai, we started seeing them take more of a more of a role in these things, but but you know what? The uh, the father of Mario and Zelda music still holds a very special place in all of our hearts. And who is that, Shukapa? That would be Koji Kondo. Koji Kondo. And as fate would have it, I have a track from Kondo-san coming up next. I couldn't do a boat songs episode without this. Uh, the two areas that feature boats in one of my favorite games, Mario 64, Super Mario 64. This uh, this is the music that plays in the levels or in the areas of both Dire Dire Docks, where you have to... Uh, um, at one point, you have to navigate moving crates on a old dilapidated pirate ship, and also Jolly Roger Bay, where you have to board a submarine. And uh, so, yeah, classic, classic song from Mario Kart 64 by, once again, the inimitable Koji Kondo. 
once again, that was Dire Dire Docks from Super Mario 64, composed by Koji Kondo. This is more of an underwater theme, I guess, than a, a boat theme, but <laughs> but man, it's so good. Love it so much. It's really good. Koji Kondo really kills water music. And you are on boats while this song plays, so it does count. That's true. Lots of good boat music in Mario games, I think. Although I can't think of any others right now besides the airships. <laughs> yeah. This track is... It's relatively simple, but it's got kind of a complex structure. It's got several different sort of, like, distinct parts. I think I've heard, like, five different distinct parts. And then it's, like, it's still evolving because almost two minutes in is when the drums come in. <laughs> I saw a music theory video on this uh, on a song once. Oh, yeah? Was it a bit music theory? Yep. That guy's cool. He was yep. up at um, uh, VGM Con with the Marcado fam oh, last nice. month, earlier this month. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to go. I was sad. <clears throat> Do you remember anything from the video? Uh, the little arpeggio that's sort of the main focus of the theme. The uh, violence. I've actually heard a lot about like arpeggios and stuff sort of spread out on that channel sort of inspired the uh, gym leader theme. I'm glad you watched that. 8-Bit Music Theory is good stuff, and you can learn a lot from him. Yeah, speaking of arpeggios, um, uh, Ed Wilson from the VG Embassy is going to be guesting on Rhythm and Pixels sometime soon. May have already happened by the time this episode posts. And uh, I I think that they're thinking of calling the episode Oops All Arpeggios. (laughs) And they're going to be talking about that. I think specifically they're going to be talking about those chimey arps from like the um, the old computer systems like the Commodore 64, when the composers were limited as to how many sounds they could play simultaneously, and so they would take a chord and break it up and, and do the like the trill sort of thing, uh, like really rapid arpeggios. Uh, you've heard of Tim Fallon's music, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm really excited about that episode. I really like episodes like that that really dig into the meat of things. I wish I knew more about that kind of stuff so I could. Uh, another one recently that you might be interested in is um, Rage Cage, um, sort of a recent podcasting colleague of ours, is 15 episodes deep into his podcast, uh, VG Emporium, where he uh, he deals in all kinds of excellent wares from the retro NES stuff to the more, more modern consoles. He did a podcast recently about each different like the basic sound and then each different expansion sound chip that was utilized on the NES. And he played a song for each one and kind of showed how they expanded. It was really cool. So definitely go check that out. Uh, Rage Cage latest episode of VG Emporium. Maybe second latest uh, as, you know, by the time you hear this. But yeah, so good stuff. We've heard a couple of different uh, boat themes from, from the realm of Nintendo. And it looks like we're going to be leaving that realm for a few songs. But this... Uh, this next game is, these days, probably just about as popular as Nintendo, <laughs> and the composer is definitely a, uh, a modern classic already, kind of, of uh, in and of his own, so, yep. in and of himself, I don't know, words, but, yeah, so, all that. What are we going to be listening to, Shio Kapow? I have brought Acid Tunnel of Love from Deltarune Chapter 2. I have no idea what this sounds like. The title makes me very intrigued. <laughs> and, uh, of course, who composed this particular track? This was composed by the incredible Toby Fox. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, and that was Acid Tunnel of Love from Deltarune Chapter 2, composed by Toby Fox. This is sort of that <laughs> waltzy feel that I was talking about earlier. Yeah, I, I can see where the acid is coming in. <laughs> this is a little bit trippy. <laughs> it's also because the it's there's there's because acid. you're floating in acid. Yeah, yeah. And this music. Right, when those piano strikes come in, there's like one of the bass notes is just slightly off and. It really, really adds a kind of a spooky feel to it. That does pretty much uh, describe this part of the game. Which, it's, it's really interesting because this is a really pretty song. Like, the melody is very nice, which is probably why it's so crazy that that, that happens. So tell me about this part of the game. Um, well, at this point, you are in the, um, the Queen's Castle, so... You're, it's just sort of it's off-putting because Queen is sort of a character where like you know she's she's genuine like she's one of those villains who just sort of wants to try and do the right thing but she's kind of misguided and she's honestly a really funny character She's kind of hard to explain. Well, the, I mean, she's somebody who would have an acid tunnel of love in her castle. Yeah. I think that in for, and of itself says a lot. For some context, she, um, her text boxes are, like, all, like, all the first letters of the words are capitalized, and she does not use any punctuation. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Toby Fox doing some social commentary there, I think. She also gets drunk on age-appropriate battery acid at a couple points in the game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, she sounds like a, like quite a character. Um, can you describe the boat that you're on, or is it just kind of a? Um, a I think it's it's like one of those little swan boats that are at places. Of course, like yeah. a tunnel of love. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh wow. <laughs> uh, and and is the acid like eating into the boat or? Not really, actually. <laughs> Can you can you like get hurt by the acid? Uh, no, it's just sort of what you're floating on, I guess. Okay, so it's just kind of there for uh, for the ambiance, kind of yeah. like those ominous piano chords with the the slightly off lower key. Anyway, whew. well, we are um, you know I put this next song here because I expected something from Deltarune to be more upbeat and kind of rocking. <laughs> now now this song is actually kind of a weird one to put in between Acid's on a Little Love and Boat Buds, but whatever. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be interested to talk about some of this when we get back and why it is called this. But we are going to be listening to a song from an indie game composed by Daverd and Troop Gamage, or Gamage. This is from the game You Must Build a Boat. The name of the track is Flea and Ozzy Nautical Mix.
I heard Flea and Ozzy. Chrono Trigger? Yeah, it's definitely in the vein of composers like... Uh, Actually a little bit Chrono Trigger-esque. A little bit, yeah. Kind of feels like a modern pixelated RPG. Like, you know, those little little modern sort of pixel-style RPGs. It sort of sounds like a boss theme from one of those. Mm -hmm. Sort of mixed with more of a JRPG feel. It's kind of in the vein of composer, modern chip tuners like uh, like Jay Kaufman, especially, but a little bit of Toby Fox in there. And um, who was the one? Is it? It's not Chipsel. Who did the original Cave Story music? Do you remember? Uh, I'm not sure. Man, that's gonna bug me. But uh, oh well, I will look it up. You know what? I'll look it up now. Pixel. That's why I thought Chipsel. Cave Story was composed by Pixel. Um, but, you know, that it's got that sort of Cave Story, Shovel Knight-esque yeah. chippy vibe. I like it a lot. It does harken back a little bit to Chrono Trigger and the composition, but also to, uh, like, Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. I'm getting a lot of that here. It sounds more advanced than NES. It sounds like something that would have been on the SNES, or composition-wise, maybe even on, like, a TurboGrafx CD. Ooh, it sounds like Nihon Falcon a little bit, like Ease. But you can hear some of those, what, what, like, arcs. The sort of the 8-bit version of uh, Orchids, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I really like this track, though. It's fun. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. So, I don't know anything about this game. Uh, it's a sequel to a game. Uh, it's hard for me to see how many zeros it is. I think it might be 10 million. But it looks interesting. The picture I see on YouTube, it just has a boat with lots of different rooms and everything is sort of... Uh, chipsolated and um, uh, pixelated and uh, yeah I don't know I, I guess the object of the game is to build a boat because the game is called you must build a boat <laughs> but I was looking at uh, David's blog earlier where I was able to confirm that he wrote this with Troop Gamage there were a couple of other composers who also worked on this soundtrack but um, he and uh, Troop thought that Flea and Ozzy were a couple of Chrono Trigger characters who, in his words, were badass enough to have a song named after them. Sadly, Slash didn't make the cut. <laughs> his words, not mine. Um, so, nice pun. That is uh, that is dad-worthy. But, yeah, so, Flea and Ozzy nautical mix. Mm. I was, uh, this is maybe my favorite find of this particular, uh, this particular playlist. Again, some of these other things I already knew or had heard of before, although my next one is also kind of a new one for me, uh, although very different feel. And I think it will go along nicely with uh, with your next track, which of course we'll be getting to first. I absolutely love this soundtrack that you're pulling from, and this game. Um, there is, a, I guess, a pretty big part of it that you do on boat, but for most of this game, your means of travel is actually either hiking or uh, flying. And um, yeah, both long and short hikes are featured in this game. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and read us in, and we will listen to your next track. Alright, our next track will be Boat Buds from A Short Hike, composed by Mark Sparling.
and that was Boat Buds from A Short Height, composed by Mark Sparling. I love the acoustic feel of these tracks. And there's that main theme on the accordion. But actually transcribed into 4 4, whereas the main theme is in 3 4. Very interesting. Driving the boat is fun in this game. Have you played this game much? Not much. It's really zen. Yeah. And I guess really the only objective is to hike to the top of the mountain, but. So, not much of an objective to. Harken back to your earlier comment. Yeah. And you knew that you wanted to bring this track, short hike, uh, before we even really did did the show. Where did you first come across this particular track? I actually came across it in our and an R slash place video as background music. Oh wow! I was like, oh hey, a short hike. I know <laughs> that game. <laughs> Small world. It's weird, but one of my favorite things about the soundtrack is that the composer's last name is Sparling, and that sounds like Starling, and you play as a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Utopian Nemo, uh, who brought a song from this on way back on our first listener-picked uh, episode. We uh, our, our first bonus episode, the pandemic special, when we were not sure how long COVID would last, but we thought... We asked our listeners to write in and give us some songs from some of their, like, pandemic, like, shut-in games. Games they were playing to get them through. And this one was sent in by Utopian Emo. Um, good, good friend of the VGM podcasting community. And, uh, yeah, introduced me to this cool soundtrack and probably eventually why I decided to buy the game. What do you think is it about this track and this soundtrack that you like so much? that you would pick this song even though you didn't play the game? Uh, I like the trumpet a lot, of course, and that, as I mentioned before, that sort of like triumphant driving feel. Uh, it's very Wind Waker-esque, and I like that a lot. Of course, just like the rendition of the main theme on the accordion. It's just all, it's it's a great package. I love it a lot. Yeah. This is kind of a long one. Uh, I did not play all six minutes of it, but uh, almost seven minutes, but you can uh, go check out the full track on our YouTube playlist accompanying this episode. And um, yeah, man, such a good piece of music. Yeah, this game is really cool. Dusk really loves this game. I think we, we might possibly be hearing from it again the next time that Dusk is on the show with us. And it's uh, this is just a really really nice game. Um, it's low impact. Low impact. There is a uh, <laughs> there is um, I guess it does touch on a couple of slightly darker themes, but it doesn't really go into them very much. And it's just really really chill, really chill. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for a fairly short investment of your time and a way to just sort of relax and not stress out at all, <laughs> then uh, this game, it's going to be pretty cheap, and it's its easy to play. Uh, I would definitely look into it. It's fun stuff. You know what's also fun, Shukapau? Six Flags. 
Yeah. We haven't been back in a while because on our weekends, we've either been doing birthday stuff or I've been uh, taking care of grandma and grandpa, but uh, we should go back sometime soon. Yeah. What do you like best about uh, Six Flags over Texas, the one in Dallas? Uh, probably the rides, I guess. I, I was thinking, like, which rides, though? <laughs> um, I like the Shockwave a lot. I like the Batman. Yep. Shockwave is a classic double loop roller coaster. The Batman is a hanging coaster that has c- some cool twists and turns. And uh, you and I also rode the Texas Giant the last time we were there. And uh, you thought that was pretty, pretty awesome. <laughs> but this next track is not about roller coasters, although it is, interestingly enough, about Six Flags. <laughs> this hmm. is from a game called Six Flags Fun Park. This was released on the Wii and the DS. This is from the Wii version of the game. The uh, game was composed, as far as I could tell, by Elik Alvarez and Freddy Scheinfeld. And this track is called Bumper Boat Battle. Bumper Boat Battle from Six Flags Fun Park, once again by Alec Alvarez and Freddy Scheinfeld. This sounds like something I can't place. A little bit of a Grant Kirkhope feel. But I'm also hearing a little bit of stuff that could be like... Like Minish Cap, like GBA Era Zelda. But it's a pretty fun little track. Yeah. Not what I would have expected from a video game licensed after a theme park. I discovered this actually while I was doing research for the recent episode of BG Mania when Brian and I discussed amusement parks. Uh, what did you think of that, Jukabo? That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Would you call it good? Uh, yeah. I'd call it, I'd call it very good. Yeah. Very good what? Very good music. Oh, uh, there we go. We got it. Got it. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. It's um, not super sophisticated, uh, even in a cartoony Kirkopian kind of way. But the thing about this track is I feel like there were several different ideas that were kind of started and not really developed on. <laughs> but all those ideas were, were pretty nice. Pretty nice. Don't have anything to say about this. I never played the game. I'm sure it was it's buried somewhere in the mountain of shovelware that came out for the Wii. <laughs> but it, I mean... I like, I like bumper boats. I, I I've never been in a bumper boat, but I have done some remote control bumper boat stuff at a, at a theme park or two before, and um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun stuff. 
but uh, that was our um, that was our foray out of the Nintendo area. We uh, we took a detour around Nintendo Island, and um, now we're coming back. There's no Woohoo Island on this episode. Yeah, so I I was going to bring the wakeboarding theme, but it just it didn't really make the cut. Yeah. Well, that's that's probably good. I mean, wake wakeboards aren't aren't really boats. I yeah, guess. but they're being pulled behind boats. They are being pulled behind boats. You're right. You're right. Um, from Wii Sports Resort, wonderful game. We should uh, we should get that out, dig it out, and play it a little bit. Yeah. But, um, so that didn't make the cut. But what did make the cut as we return back to the world of Nintendo for a few tracks? Well, I decided to go ahead and bring probably one of the tracks that I have the most nostalgia for in this playlist. This is the SSN theme from Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. Alright, and then Pokemon Red and Blue, or Red and Green in Japan, this track was originally composed by Jinichi Masuda, Mr. Pokemon himself. This arrangement, according to the Nintendo fandom website, was was done by Go Ichinose, uh, the second Mr. Pokemon, and of course we uh, couldn't have a couldn't have a episode with you on it and not play a Pokemon theme. Yeah, it has happened actually quite a bit, but we know you love Pokemon. Um, would you say Pokemon is your favorite series? Um, yeah, I'd probably I'd probably venture to say that. Yeah, if uh, if not Pokemon. I guess what mother? Uh, maybe. I feel like RJ is more of the mother guy. Yeah, yeah. I can't really think of anything else that would that would that would be it. What's my favorite series? Uh, come on, go with your gut. I want to say Sonic. You know, I I do love Sonic, but no. Zelda man, like, come yeah, on, Zelda. It's Zelda. Zelda. There are individual games that I like better than any Zelda game, but as a series, there is no other one that comes close for me. Yeah, speaking of Zelda, I actually did beat Link to the Past a little while back, and it was really good. I loved it a lot. Really great game. Yeah, and 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 you're currently, uh, literally, currently playing through Super Mario RPG. Yeah, and I'm really, really excited that you're going back and playing some of these these retro classics. These Shogun uh, dudes in the desert are really annoying, and I don't like them. <laughs> you mentioned to me recently that uh, you you prefer playing these older games on emulators. Do you think it's the feel of the keyboard, or do you think it's the the easy save states and fast forwarding? Uh, I don't really actually get fast forwarding on my emulators on here. Only on the computer. Oh man! I just get the save states. It's just the portability of them, like the like easy the fact availability. That you can take it so yeah. So if if you could play them on the Switch, <laughs> eh? I mean, I mean, we also we don't have working very well working Joy Cons, yeah. so that that makes a difference. But and all of our yeah, 3DSs anyway, are weird and busted. <laughs> we we got a little distracted, but uh, and you don't have to say it again. I'll just um I'll just copy and paste it from before. But uh, let's go ahead and get into the track. One more time, Shu Kapow. We're going to be listening to SSN from Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green.
original track for the SSN was composed by Junichi Masuda, the original composer of Red, Green, Blue, all that crap. And the arrangement was done by Go Ichinose for the far superior games. Man, just early gen Pokemon music. It's it's just so like pure and just like nostalgic, I guess. Like I'm always gonna I'm always gonna love Gen 5, Gen 6, uh all those great pieces of music, but it's always it's always like Gen 1, Gen 2 music that just I I love it. I just love it. Yeah, I almost expected you to go with a track from um, Pokemon Black and White, because I know that's your favorite generation. And um, there was a pretty cool boat track from there that, that you, you mentioned to me. I went through and listened to some Pokemon ones. There was a cool boat track in Ruby and Sapphire I liked lots. And um, then the one from, from the Unova games, uh, Black and White for the uninitiated. <laughs> but yeah, this one this one's really, really cool. It's really really nice. Why do you think you uh, have nostalgia for this particular one? Honestly, at this point, I have probably played through Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green more than I've played through Black and White. Wow. Well, it's shorter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think I've ever played any Gen 1 Pokemon games, but, uh, you know, someday, someday. I can't imagine it's too much. You know what? That's not true. I did play the original. I don't remember where... Or how I think I might have pulled it up on an emulator at one point. I didn't play all the way through, but but I did play quite a bit of it. I think I got to the Snorlax in the road and then I stopped. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but <clears throat> uh, the next game that we have on the playlist is nostalgic for for both of us. It is one of those games that happens to be one of both of our favorites, yep. and uh, I was. I was kind of hoping that you would pick this, because then it would free up another slot for me, but for some reason you didn't, so I've got to. This is Sailing to Skiraba from Earthbound. And for a lot of Earthbound tracks, I am able to determine whether they're composed by Keiichi Suzuki or uh, Hip Tanaka, but I wasn't able to determine it for this one. So I've got it listed as by Keiichi Suzuki and Hirokazu Hip Tanaka. Once again, this is Sailing to Skiraba from Earthbound. That was Sailing to Skaraba from Earthbound by Keiichi Suzuki or Hirokazu Hiptanaka. Or who knows, maybe they collaborated on this one. But yeah, really short. In hindsight, maybe would have been a better uh, blooper reel track than our actual blooper reel track. But 
This is really good though. I could like listen to this for, for a long time. I guess if we wanted to be really authentic, it would be interrupted by the Kraken theme. <laughs> uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. After you get on this boat to go to Scaraba, after you enlist the help of a captain, after you um, re-infuse his wife's passion for making magic cake and getting out of the snooty frou-frou club, uh, after... I'm not going to go on that trail. Anyway. Is it um, more like some kind of cult? I feel like I remember it being some kind of cult. Maybe there's like a secret cult that like meets in this frou frou club or something. Anyway, there's a lot of cults in Earthbound. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is the this this fun little track plays, and I also could have played the track that uh, plays when you're on the submarine, but that's also the Skyrunner track, and I think we've already done that one. If not, then um, we should. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, sailing to Scaraba, and. Um, Love the flamingo. This sounds to me like a Shogo Sakai track. <laughs> like it sounds kind of like the monkey's, uh, monkey's love theme or something. Not the monkey's love, but it sounds like one of the monkey themes in Mother 3. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Yeah, so uh, you didn't pick that one. Nope. Why not? Because I thought you picked it. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> well, good stuff. I, um, I'm i glad we got some Earthbound on the playlist. I'm running out of things to say about it now, though. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, we've already said so much about Earthbound <laughs> in, in the time that we've been doing this podcast. And you know what? While we were... Uh, playing one of these recent songs. I was sitting back and I was just looking at you over there across the desk and with all your hair and um, your tallness and you're really grown up. Really grown up. I got a little uh, got a little emotional looking at you and thinking about it. You were 14 when we started this show, kid, and you're about to be 17. Wow. Yeah. Man. You're like almost an adult. Don't let it go to your head. Uh, instead, let's move on jump. to uh, the next song, our second Kenta Nagata track of the night from everything I could find. What are we going to be listening to? Well, next up, we have got Daisy Cruiser from Mario Kart 7. Now, this was originally a track on Mario Kart Double Dash. Yep. But it uh, came back in Mario Kart 7, and from everything I could find, Kenta Nagata once again did uh, both the original and adapted it for this game. So I don't know that it's very different, um, but yeah. You know what? This one was on my short list, so I'm, I'm not unhappy to see it pop up. Let's get into it. Daisy Cruiser. Daisy is my uh, favorite Mario princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
nice chill track that you just listened to. Well, what was it, Shukapal? Um, that was Daisy Cruiser from Mario Kart 7, composed by Kenta Nagata. Steel drums. Gotta have some steel drums on a boat episode. I love steel drums. Shaker. Skin drums. This is real nice. You know, there were some really great uh, tracks in Mario Kart 7. I specifically liked the uh, the Woohoo Island stages, and I'm really hoping that they make a comeback on this uh, Mario Kart 8 DLC stuff. Yep. I, I like, like them a lot. I like Mario Kart 7 a lot. Yeah. I, have, I have some fond memories of uh, just playing it on the, on the 3DS. Yeah, that would have been the 3DS XL, because uh, it came on the one that we got. It was like a pack-in. Yep. So, man. Yeah. Good stuff, though. So, would you say this is a nostalgic soundtrack for you? Uh, yeah, I liked it <laughs> a lot. Uh, I mostly actually did the... Um, I forgot which one it was. I think it was the Star Cup. Let's see. The Star Cup. It was one with um, the SNES Rainbow Road. Ah. I have a real love-hate relationship with both that uh, with, with that track. Both the track and the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was not a huge fan of it on the SNES, and uh, it's really, it's not one of my favorite courses, but let me see, the Star Cup for Mario Kart 7 was Piranha Plant Slide, oh, okay, you were wrong. Was it Crown? Piranha Plant Slide, Piranha, Piranha, Piranha Plant right, Slide, Piranha Wario Plants. Shipyard, which you could have picked from, uh, Neo Bowser City, and Maka Woohoo. Neo Bowser City is great. Oh, very good. That good chat, good chance. Yeah, Makawuhu. I'd forgotten about the Wario Shipyard. I'd forgotten about Piranha Plant Slide. I might have to go back and uh, have to go back and play this game a little bit. Here we go. All right. So this was in the retro courses because again, remake from the GameCube, and I think Mario Kart Seven was the first one. Maybe it was the Wii, the first one to uh, have retro courses along with the main courses. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, so Daisy Cruiser was the third course in the Leaf Cup, which is a retro course. And it was uh, Calamari Desert from N64. Excellent track. DK Pass from the DS. Daisy Cruiser. And then Maple Treeway from the Wii. Also a really great track. Uh, you're thinking of the Lightning Cup with SNES Rainbow Road. That was yeah, Koopa Cup. Cape from the Wii. Dino Dino Jungle from the GameCube. Oh, man, that one. Airship Fortress from the DS. And Rainbow Road. Man. Man, just just such good stuff. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and play this game. Mario Kart 7. It's it's going to be kind of hard without a drift button because our, um, our, our trigger doesn't work. <laughs> Oh yeah, on the on the 3DS, yeah. I fixed the uh, I fixed the analog stick, and then you told me about the R trigger. Oh man, uh, I mean technically you can drift with the L trigger, but that's really hard. <laughs> yeah. All right, <clears throat> well, you know, you know what we haven't had any of actually on this uh, this whole playlist. There are there are some in these games. I know that there are. Some in, at least, well, I guess in just, just in the Great Sea. It's the only one I know of. We haven't had any pirates on our boats episode. Of course, hmm. we could probably do a whole playlist with just pirates. <laughs> but 
In fact, I think that might have been why I didn't go with some of the tracks I went with. Uh, there's some really cool stuff. The the music from uh, Assassin's Creed 4, um, Black Flag, which is the pirate game, sounds a whole lot like uh, sounds a whole lot like the music from Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> but yeah. you know what? I am featuring a pirate ship for my last track, and we're going to come back and talk about a different pirate ship. But I decided to go with another cover for this one, and it's another cover by one of my favorite VGM cover bands, Lame Genie. We're going to be listening to Skull and Crossbones from Turtles in Time, composed for the arcade by Matsuhiko Izumi and Tsutomo Ogura. I also want to mention that uh, the... Um, voice reading us into this track is going to be, I believe it's pronounced Huang. Uh, you can go uh, find him on YouTube. I will have links to the original video and to his YouTube in the show notes. Skull and Crossbones. Skull and Crossbones from Turtles in Time, composed by Mutsuhiko Izumi and Tsutomo Ogura, covered by Lame Genie, featuring the um, amazing narratorial stylings of Huang. What did you think of that, Yukapao? 
That was indeed very good music. <laughs> I love Lame Genie so much, man. They, they can just... I've never heard a track by them that I didn't like. And this is no exception. Uh, this isn't even one of my favorite tracks from the original Turtles in Time, but when they do it, it's awesome. And uh, Lame Genie actually is around this time, maybe sometime soon, going to be releasing a full album of Turtles in Time music, I believe. They have almost all the songs up on YouTube from the game, so definitely go and check those out. Once again, a link to this video will be in the show notes, and on that video you can find a link to, uh, well, of course, Lame Genie's page, but also Wang's YouTube page. And that is going to do it for this episode of Very Good Music. Thank you so much for being patient with us as we kind of go through these uh, these breaks um, of uh, um, indeterminate amount of time. <laughs> Shukapau, you uh, you've been kind of busy lately. What have you been up to? Um. Well, I got a job. Yeah. I work at Sonic. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, you're you're the. Uh, the drink avatar, I believe, is how you described it. <laughs> the drink avatar. You could do all the drinks. <laughs> Fountain. Slush. Shake. And blast. Which, the last two aren't drinks, but they come in a cup, so it counts. Yeah. But yeah, so you've been doing that, and that's cool. Saving up for some equipments uh, that you can use to uh, kind of continue on your uh, your path toward eventual YouTube dumb and such. And um, I guess you're not as busy with band anymore, but you were really busy with band there for a little while. Now you're kind of in the, the wrapping up stages of school for this year, although you are going to start your uh, marching fundamentals next week. <laughs> I'm sure you're excited about that. <laughs> uh, you've got some band-related news as well, I think, that we haven't shared on the podcast yet. you have any exciting news about band? Um, oh yeah, I am on leadership team. Yeah, it's pretty con- cool. Congratulations, a leader is you. <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to be holding that over your head every time you do something irresponsible, right? You have to act like a leader. You're you're an example to all all those all those little bitty freshmen. Well, I have been an example for like 15 years now. So yeah, I guess. I guess. That's <laughs> uh, the curse of being a big sibling, right? Yep. <laughs> well, everyone, we are so glad that you joined us for this. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, you know what? Dusk just came in. Uh, hey, Dusk. Yeah. Get on over here. Why? Because I want to talk to you a little bit. Hello there. I think it's about time that we uh, make our big announcements about the next episode. Um, you know, here at Very Good Music, we don't celebrate grown-up milestones like our two-year anniversary or our 50th podcast episode, because when we did our 50th podcast episode, we were doing, like, season-by-season season stuff. But you know what anniversary we do celebrate? Episode 69. 69. Nice. <laughs> and that is exactly what we are doing, because I host this show with my kids, and it would be really weird... Well, I guess it wouldn't really be weird. You guys know why 69 is funny, right? Yeah, it's it, it's because, you know, a 9 is just an upside-down 6. And so when you put it next to a 6, it's, like, upside-down. And upside-down things are funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly totally. what it is. And that's, everybody likes funny things, and that's why whenever you see 69 Stop. online, somebody says, 
Nice. Yep. So, in celebration, next time on the podcast, Dusklight is going to be joining us, and we're going to be playing songs from Nice Games. What does that mean? I gave them some parameters, but we're just going to kind of leave it up to y'all. So, these games are... There's nice. They're just nice games. And we hope that all of you enjoy that very, very much. Um, it's no longer very good music. It's now very nice music. Oh, man. That's the perfect title for next time's episode. That's what we're going to do. Good job, Dusk. Yay. Right. Burger King foot lettuce. The last thing you want in your Burger King burger is someone else's foot fungus, <laughs> but it, it but it seems that's what you're gonna get. Yes. Okay, I think one of these times I might just have to let y'all record your own episode with like meme songs, and you can just talk about memes the whole time. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> of course, number one would be Megalovania. Yeah, of course. Um, I might even let you play We Are Number One, even though it's never been in a video game. <laughs> Although at this point, it probably has. It's, anyway. Um, so yeah, you can find us all the usual places. Check the show notes. We are on Patreon. Uh, that has started back up. Thank you all so much, those of you who contribute. Um, Patreon.com slash VGMVGM. You can find me on Twitter at VGMPod. And you can also find me on Discord. Link is in the show notes. Shukapow, where can everybody find you? On flat.io uh, as Lloyd Irving for Smash and on Twitter at Shootkapow. And actually, I recently um, remembered that if you go to flat.io slash Shootkapow, your page pops up. So, yeah. And um, you recently uh, composed a couple of new things, didn't you? Yeah, I, I composed a couple of Pokemon songs. And they're really, really good. I like them a lot. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, this was our uh, our boat episode. Thank you all for setting sail with us. And for our blooper reel track, you are going to be hearing the just just classic. You, you gotta love it, David Wise, Gangplank Galleon from Donkey Kong Country. Woo! Yeah, yeah it's what I've been waiting for. Yeah, it's all about. Yeah, in hindsight, I should have played that instead of Sailing to Scaraba, and Sailing to Scaraba should have been our blooper reel track, but you know what? You're going to hear it now anyway. So, um, I'll just let it let it play a little bit after the bloopers, because there, there weren't a great deal of bloopers on this episode. You did a good job, Shukapel. Yay. I did a better job, because I wasn't here. Yay. All right. Okay, everybody. Well, until next time. You want to help us, Dusk? Sure. Okay. Until next time. Play very good games. Be very good people. And keep listening to very, very good, good music. I wish this boss would stop eating people. Of a game podcast. It's, it's, it's like, like, bro.
Greetings, game music lovers. I'm Bedroth. That's not the line. Yeah, I'm trying something new. Alright. I'm just playing points for zombies. And I'm Shukavow. I'm not playing Mario RPG. I didn't just do 200 damage with Bowser. Which was pretty cool, because I got that little attack up buff. This game is really good. This is your first time playing through it? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love it so much. It's so good. Alright. Nibble on your rabbit. Alright. I this don't... Is a nice rabbit nibbling track. I don't understand how to get out of this little area. It's the one with all the cannons that are being weird. Jump in the cannons. It, uh, it doesn't work. Uh, can you jump on any of them? I can only jump on this one down here. And it doesn't It doesn't get me up to there. So you have to time it like right as it's turning, and you'll go farther. Oh. Ah, there we go. Alright. Classy choice, Laker Navigator. <laughs> wow, I just cleaned out almost... An entire cave with a star. You did what? Oh, you went through entire. Oh yeah, that's a fun part. Yeah. <laughs> did you level up? Uh, yeah, I leveled up pretty much everyone actually. Yeah. <laughs> a great short loop right there. Hey. 